FM Arizona Sports Station as we get you closer and closer to uh, day one of the NFL season. Sunday, State Farm Stadium, Kansas City Chiefs in town to take on the Arizona Cardinals in a very intriguing week one matchup. Here to give us a look at the uh, Chiefs, ESPN Chiefs reporter Adam Teicher joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Adam, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Uh, we're just trying to figure out what we have in this NFL team here in town and the Cardinals. And I think we know uh, a, a lot of what we'll see from the Chiefs offensively. But I wanted to start on the defensive side of the ball with you, Adam. How much of a concern is the defense uh, of the Chiefs going into this year, especially when you lose pieces like uh, Tyron Matthew? Yeah, it's significant uh, concern. Um, Chiefs have a lot new on defense, and uh, you know they're going to uh, play at, at least three and, and probably four or even five uh, rookies. Uh, going to get some significant playing time on Sunday, so uh, you know, they have some other new pieces as well, veteran players who are new to the Chiefs. So uh, there's a lot to put fit together, and even the defensive coordinator uh, Steve Spagnuolo has made some references over the last few months about. They're, they're racing the clock to get ready to, uh, on defense for the regular season. So uh, you know, the Chiefs were 29th in the league in sacks last year. Uh, I don't see any way they can uh, make it back to an AFC championship game if that's the case again this year. So um, I, I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs have some pieces to be a, a competent defense, but are they going to be ready for Sunday? And are they going to be ready for a challenge like a, a quarterback like Kyler Murray? I, I don't know that. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Certainly Arizona mirrors those exact same concerns they've got a defense that looks very vulnerable as well what is the what is the vibe of the Chiefs offense without Tyree Kill yeah, it's going to be a different um, deal for sure. I mean, I, I can't imagine it's going to be as explosive as it's been, but uh, that doesn't mean they can't be as productive. Uh, you know, the Chiefs did sign Juju Smith-Schuster. They signed Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and they drafted uh, in the second round Sky Moore. They still have McCole Hardman back from last year. So they have uh, a, a top four that they feel like is pretty solid. Uh, again, there's probably no there's no Tyreek Hill in that group, but uh, maybe they can make up for it in the numbers. And it's kind of interesting that Pat Mahomes completed 18 passes during the preseason and they went to 10 different receivers and he sort of indicated that that's how he expects this to go this year, that they're going to be spreading the ball around, that, that Travis Kelsey's going to get his at tight end and then um, there, there might be a different guy every week who uh, who steps up or is going to need to step up from their wide receiver group uh, and the running back group, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it operates You know, the, we have a small window going back a few years now of the Chiefs playing without Tyreek Hill. There were, he, he missed a four-game stretch back in their Super Bowl championship season of 2019. And the Chiefs were, and Mahomes was very good during that time. I mean, eight interceptions and, and no, or eight touchdowns, no interceptions, a, a quarterback rating of almost 80. So, um, you know, he, he was very good. But that was a long time ago, and, uh, you know, things have changed for sure. Adam Teicher from ESPN. He covers the Chiefs. He's our guest here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Day. In mentioning the receivers, you mentioned the rookie, Sky Moore, and this is the time of the year, as you well know, Adam, you see all these projections, award winners, people picking uh, who's going to win what award, and I see Sky Moore mentioned a lot for a possibility for Offensive Rookie of the Year because of the great opportunity he has in that offense. Uh, Tell us what you've seen from from the rookie uh, in, in his first training camp. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's been pretty versatile. Um, you know, he, he's not a not a big guy, not particularly fast, but uh, well built. Um, you know, he, he looks more like a running back really than a wide receiver. But uh, Chiefs were using him in a number of uh, ways. You know, they they did line him up on occasion in the backfield and um, were throwing him uh, you know bubble screens and, and things designed to get him the ball in the open field because they feel like that's one of his strengths is he uh, the way he runs uh, in the open field. They're actually you know trying to make a a punt returner out of him because uh, they, they feel like uh, you know he can excel in that area. So uh, I, I don't know how much he's going to play. I, I think he'll play some for sure on offense. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how all that part of it shakes out, particularly early in the season. But um, I, I do feel like there's something there, and eventually, if not immediately, he's going to be a contributor for the Chiefs. What do you think about just uh, what is the motivation level with with Kansas City, given the fact? Um, coming out of that loss to Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game, what? what, what, what did that... It's considerable. I mean, there's yeah. that left a really bad taste the way that game uh, uh, finished up uh, in a lot of people's minds. I mean, Chris Jones, their defensive tackle, has is, is, talked about his motivation all off season with a couple sacks that he missed on Joe Burrow in the second half of the AFC Championship that allowed Burrow to get out and make some plays. And and uh, you know, if he makes either or both of those plays that he he's referring to and she's probably win that game and go back to the Super Bowl. So he's talked about it. Mahomes has talked about it. I mean, he had that miserable second half where the Chiefs got basically nothing done on offense and he, he was just terrible. And he's talked about, you know, trying to bounce back from that. So, you know, they're, they're significant. There's a number of other guys who've made reference to how last season finished. I, I don't know, you know, how, um, how, you know, once the kickoff starts on Sunday, I don't know how much of a factor that's going to be, but um, certainly, getting them through the offseason, I think it was a, a big deal, at least for some guys, because um, there's a lot of guys in that locker room who were pretty unhappy with how it ended. Adam Teicher from ESPN, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. He joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. The AFC West for the last you know five years has been the Chiefs' kind of playground, Adam. We all know that. That is not the case. Uh, we might be looking at the most loaded division in the history of, of the NFL with all four teams formidable to, to really good. Who do you see, if the Chiefs are the team to knock off in the division, who do you see as the, the, the toughest team uh, outside of Kansas City? I think it's the Chargers. I mean, I think that's a pretty good roster right there. And they've got a quarterback who seems to be uh, on his way up and and headed into the elite if he's not there already. So I think it's the Chargers. And uh, it's going to be interesting to the Chiefs, um, after they leave Arizona, they got to get ready quickly. They got a Thursday night game with the Chargers at Arrowhead Stadium in, uh, next week. So, uh, you know, week from tomorrow, they'll be playing that game. So, um, uh, you know, I think that's going to maybe be an early preview of who's going to win the uh, AFC West. When you, and you know, what's interesting to me, too. It, it seems as if there was a time when, when Patrick Mahomes was seen as the bright young star in the NFL. And it seems like Josh Allen has kind of surpassed him or supplanted him, at least temporarily. It seems like nationally, uh, it's it's amazing how many people are, are, are picking the Bills to win this thing this year. Uh, does Patrick burn hot like that? Does he internalize that kind of stuff? Is there still a ceiling for Pat that he hasn't reached? Yeah, you know, he, that, that kind of thing does, uh, you know, motivate him. And, he, you know, I think he looks at the, the moves a lot of the AFC West um, teams made as motivation. You know, uh, you know every, uh, every one of those teams added a, 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 a pretty good pass rusher. Um, 
you know, the Raiders added Chandler Jones, and the Broncos added Randy Gregory, and the Chargers traded for Khalil Mack. I mean, that that's at least indirectly aimed at him. So, um, you know, he, he he feels all that. So, uh, you know, he's a guy who's he's a little bit like Michael Jordan in that area. You know, any any slight or any uh, thing he feels like is aimed at him, he he uh, he uses that as motivation. So, uh, yeah, I think he feels it. And, and you know, we got that that, that second half of of last season or the last season's uh, AFC Championship game that we talked about earlier. And, and you know, there's people saying, well, he's going to, uh, you know, not play as well without Tyreek Hill in the lineup. I mean, he's got a lot going there in the motivation department. So um, and we'll see whether that makes any difference in the end at all. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's going to be a different kind of season maybe for the Chiefs on offense and for him. You know, he's going to maybe have to learn to, to uh, accept what the defense is giving maybe more than taking those big explosive plays down the field that he's kind of been known for. Adam, before we let you go, I want to ask about a former Chief who's now here in Arizona. That's Daryl Williams, who was a guy who was pretty important last year in helping hold down that running back spot. And we didn't see a whole lot of Daryl in the preseason. He's listed as two or three on the depth chart at running back. But what kind of, how big of a loss is he for, for the Chiefs? And, and, and what are the Cardinals getting in him in your mind? Well, I mean, he, he was a guy who kind of held everything together for the Chiefs last year. I ended up leading him in rushing because, uh, um, the Clyde Edwards Lair, their, uh, their, their starter missed, uh, five or six games with an injury. So, uh, they had to turn to Daryl Williams and he, he kind of delivered for him. The Chiefs. <laughs> it, the way the Chiefs felt about Daryl Williams was this, that they felt like, um, they were comfortable with him in every situation. They didn't have to pull him out of the game in, in third downs or, or short yardage or goal line or any of that stuff. I mean, he could play in any down and distance. And that's why I think he, he earned a job with the Chiefs. You know, he wasn't just a specialist who could, say, play only on third down or could just run in short yardage or whatever it might be or was just a, a pass receiver or whatever. They felt like he was kind of a reliable player and that he was a, a good receiver, a, a, a reliable pass blocker to run tough between the tackles. They, they thought there was a lot to like about Darrell Williams. So I was a little bit surprised when the Chiefs really didn't offer Darrell Williams' contract uh, when he became a free agent this year. They decided they were going to go in some different directions. And I, I was a little bit surprised by that because I think he's been kind of a key guy for them. He's had some moments when he was with the Chiefs where he really uh, played well and, and bailed them out, helped them win some games. So I, I was a little surprised by that. Adam, great stuff. Thanks so much for giving us a look at the Chiefs this morning. We really appreciate your time. Indeed. All right, good stuff, guys. Talk to you next time. Thank you.